is up, BBB Army? Welcome back to our channel, BBB Army Hearts of Hearts. I am Ruth. And I'm Nicole. BBB Army, we have a special fan slash friend with us today, Erin! Hello, hello. Hello, Erin. How are you doing? I don't even get How are you guys? Tired. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> but we're happy we're here. We're happy to have you on finally on our show again. I know. For your patience. Absolutely. Anytime. We appreciate it. Well, I guess without further ado, more, we will head into the questions for your BBB stories. So our very first one is How did you discover Black Veil Brides? So I'm actually a new fan. Um, I found them on November 14th of 2020. So it was the day after Scarlet Cross music video was released. And they actually pulled up as a suggestion on Instagram after I had made it through all of the new posts or whatever. And they're like, here's some suggestions. And I had been watching a video beforehand. And so all I heard was CeCe's drums coming in. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is this? And I'm like, and then you hear Andy singing. I'm like, uh, like Jesus. and I'm like I have to go watch this whole thing now <laughs> and then it just went down the rabbit hole from there newbie Scarlet Cross <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, welcome to the army yeah absolutely <laughs> the Phantom Tomorrow pulled in like a lot of new fans it into did, the BBB yeah. army it honestly did it's so funny because all of the other bands that I listen to if you were to put BBB on a dartboard in the center i'm listening to everything around them but never actually heard of them or saw them until then wow yeah <laughs> i feel like that's kind of how it happens for like a lot of fans though like that's the weird part is you know same interested in the same music genre but for some reason they're popping up in like backgrounds and not like in your face if that makes sense yeah. it does. but i'm really glad well, that again, you found them it's one of those things is at the time when they were coming up, it was the era of it's singles. And if those singles aren't getting out to you and you're only on mm -hmm. iTunes and you're only seeing this and yeah. this and this, unless you're on YouTube and it was showing you suggestions at the time, because they don't really do that anymore with the music. So it's, you got to go out and find it. <laughs> I feel like yeah. the marketing uh, promotions have definitely changed from like when Nicole and I were teenagers, because we would just get all these recommendations on YouTube to things we were yep. watching before. Now it's just like, oh, you like this. This is something very close to it or identical to it. Not similar, but identical to it. So it's yeah. Just, eh. Well, and I feel like for YouTube, that's definitely true. I don't, um, but I know for social media, it all depends on like the algorithm too, yeah. because a band can yes. be promoting and like, literally just sending their stuff out every single day maybe multiple times a day but like it all just depends on if the algorithm wants to be nice to them love right hate the algorithm love and hate the algorithm. <laughs> so the second question that we have for you is what is your favorite song by blackville brides and if you can't pick one you can pick a top three. Oh, okay that's really <laughs> hard well because i can't remember who i was talking to about it like for you guys you've been around for so long and you've been able to do the anticipation of the new albums coming out and you've had your time with each album for us newer fans we got everything all at once so you're trying to soak all of it up at one time and so i'm still picking and choosing what my favorites are so i'm gonna go with the top three okay Okay. Um, I would say Devil in the Mirror. My top one most definitely is The Vengeance. And I swear to God, if I don't ever get to hear it live, I'm going to go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to think of one that I listen to quite often. Let's just stick with those because I can't think of another one off the top of my head that is just right. sticking out. And a Devil in the Mirror. <laughs> yeah. Hey, those two work. You're actually the second person to say Devil in the Mirror. I don't know. It's just been sticking out to me a lot for like the last six months. Just 
right in my face. <laughs> That's totally fair. All right. So we know your favorite songs. So when it comes to all of their beautiful albums, they have come over the years. <laughs> Which one is your favorite? Well, I think it's pretty easy to figure that one out. It's going to be the Phantom tomorrow because it's the first one I've actually experienced with the band releasing it. So moving on to my signature question. I know you said that you didn't get like the anticipation of like the albums and everything, but since you did have the opportunity to go back and listen to We Stitch and Restitch after listening to them multiple, multiple times, which one would you say is your favorite? I have such a hard time with this question. So again, because I got both of them at the same time, I actually lean more towards We Stitch, the original. So for me, like, I love the instrumentals on Restitch, mm -hmm. but I love the vocals on We Stitch. Yeah. And it it's that hard combo. I'm like, I want it to, like, blend, get the vocals from here and put it on the new stuff because it does have Cece and it does have Lonnie. But I'm like, the vocals for me is what pulls me into music. And it's fair. The first one is where they started and it's raw very raw yes I love that kind of sound mm -hmm. so. yeah that I was literally just about to say I think a lot of people prefer I, I know people prefer restitch too but when you go back to we stitch as Ruth just said uh, I think it's the rawness of the vocals that hits yep. really hard in the first one yeah yep what has been your favorite memory of Black Club Riot this can be during concerts VIP mm -hmm. or something online that's so hard I'm trying to think like, I know the first time that I saw them, which was on the in-between tour, um, I was able to take my 19-year-old niece to her first concert in Billings. Mm -hmm. And then three days later, we went to the Boise and I was able to surprise her with VIP. And so that was awesome in itself. Um, but then another memory is, again, in Spokane, you guys had already gone through and... <laughs> I was just like, okay, they're gone. And now it's my turn. And I'm ridiculously nervous. Like I felt the butterflies in my stomach just go boom to the bottom. And I'm like, and I have to speak to them now. Um, crap. And I beelined it to Jake and I was telling him I loved how his jacket had turned out that Corey had done for him. And then I beelined it past Jinx and Andy. Like I could not make eye contact. That's how nervous I was. And I leaned over and was saying, I'll see you, Lonnie, to Lonnie and Cece tomorrow. And then Andy, being Andy, goes, wait. And I could not make eye contact with him. I'm like, I'm so ridiculously nervous. And he's like, wait, so you're only going to see these two tomorrow? You're not going to see the rest of us at all? And I'm like, well, you know, and I just started stumbling over my words. I could not even look at him and he's like what are you gonna have like blinders up and you're only gonna focus on them and I was just like oh my god and I'm pretty sure I said something really dumb I'm like well we'll just have to wait and see what photos turn out like and I'm like what does that even mean <laughs> and then he's like you're just gonna have tunnel vision and I was like okay I need to and like yep I need to leave now <laughs> and then we turned around to have the photo taken and then Andy goes I don't even know if my head's going to be in this photo <laughs> because I'm almost a foot shorter. And I'm like, it's going to be fine. Just stop. <laughs> and then I mean, I looked at my photo and I'm like, I look like a little old granny. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, good Christ on a cracker. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was just like, awesome. (laughs) That happens to every fan, I swear. If I at least this time I talked, like when we met them uh, in uh, Boise, um, I had actually lost my voice at the Billings show. It was the first time I had seen him. I was singing along halfway through the set. I not only heard, but I felt my voice crack. And by the end of the show, like I couldn't speak at all. My niece was like, stop trying to talk. (laughs) And so then three days, everyone's like, just shut up. Just stop trying to talk so that you can at least speak a little bit in Boise. And so, yeah, we walked up in Boise, stood there. And then they had us turn around and then they walked up and it was just like this gust of air behind us. (laughs) I didn't say a word. I couldn't. I'm like, I'm smiling behind the mask. Thank God for the mask hiding the petrified look on my face. They had said something about my niece and I's hair. And we just kind of went, mm-hmm, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And all I could think, because I had just dyed my hair electric blue, was Andy's tall enough to see my scalp. I'm like, Oh dear God, the smurfanine, the smurfanine <laughs> that he's seen right now. My scalp is blue. Like, and they never said anything, but that's where my brain went. I'm like, yeah, cool. I just met these guys, but that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I will never go blue again, ever. <laughs> I think we've been in your shoes for sure when it comes to VIP, <laughs> especially our first one. Gosh, my well, first one was awful. Really? That was awful. Well, I think it's safe to say, though, no matter how many times you meet them, though, those butterflies are always there. Like when (laughs) even just me going with Ruth, I literally like I was I could not breathe. I was sweating. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, why do I feel like this? But then like as soon as it was over, completely calm. I was like, we did it. I mean, I felt like, oh, yeah, it's always the butterflies. Even with when we were together and did it, I was like, Butterflies, 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 butterflies. <laughs> like I felt bad. Like here I am, like going straight to Ed and a little bit to Jinx and Jake and stuff. And there's Lonnie and Cece. I felt like I ignored them, but I'm like in my head, like, but Cece, I have your Christian mingles. I'm not ignoring you. You're gonna see me later today. <laughs> so I think that's the hard part too during the meet and greet is you want to talk to all of them, but you're on such short time. Yes. So like. I don't like, that's why whenever like I talk, even I just try to make it like I'm talking to like all of them directly. And I like looked like I probably looked really freaking psychotic at the meet and greet because I'm sitting here as I'm talking, I'm like eyeing everyone, you know, (laughs) talking like that. Like it was weird. You guys were so adorable. I just could see your heads bobbing along as you were talking to them. And I'm like, I wish I could hear what they were saying. Yeah, the gist of it was Andy asked us how the podcast was going and if we had any people that I forgot his exact words like if we had one a bad episode that we just put out but like you know we're not a fan of and we're like yes and he's like was it me and I'm like no (laughs) (laughs) and then we just like pointed to Jake and Jinx like we need to get you guys on and I think Andy said like oh so that's the episode that was bad because they weren't on yet so (laughs) something like that right I can't remember yeah that is basically how it went so this next question that we have, um, we understand that it can be a pretty deep question. So we just ask that you take your time. Please don't feel rushed by any means. But how has Blackville Brides impacted your life? I'm not going to cry. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. So for me, the last five, six years have just been a roller coaster, just dealing with jobs and family and, and you know, my own mental health. Um, 
I don't talk about it very often, but about six years ago, I didn't want to be here anymore. It, it was a struggle. Um, I've never, I've talked to one person about it, but it's just, it's, it's very personal and it's still something that's very sensitive to deal with. And, you know, for a lot of people going into COVID, I hate that word, sorry. Um, everyone just kind of struggled, but for me, I kind of found a little bit of purpose because, you know, my job didn't stop. I had to keep going, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm a food service director for a K through 12 school. So we were still providing breakfast and lunches for students and they could come and pick them up. Their parents could come and grab them. And so I, I had a sense of purpose during COVID and, you know, I was working through my own issues and dealing with them and, you know, just trying to just live a normal, normal life as I could and finding purpose within myself. And then I found Black Veil in November of 2020, like I did. And it was just, it was the thing that I needed to push me through. Like I've talked with a couple people before that for me, Black Veil didn't save me. They, they sustained me. Um, I found them when I needed them the most, when I needed their music, their lyrics, everything to push me through. It's there's not a day that really goes by that I don't listen to something every day. And it was one of the last things that I got to share with my best friend. Um, she was my assistant and I had found Black Veil and came into work a few days later. And I was like, you have got to hear this. You know, we're polar opposites from each other. You know, she's into country music and pop music. And then there's me. I've got my metalcore, my punk rock, my oldies, like I'm all over the place. And so for me to share that with her and eventually over the course of the next three months after that, I caught her singing along with the music which was great because we've never had that kind of bond before. You know, we'd only been friends for seven years. I say just seven years, but you know, that is a memory that I will always hold dear because she passed away last year. You know, it was unexpected. And, you know, I told you guys this in Spokane, you guys, I had found you and I never got to share this part of BVB with her the friendships that I was making online and the connections I was making within the army. And, you know, she was happy that I was doing it. Like we were talking while she was sick, but losing her was so hard. And, you know, every day it it's rough, but the nice thing was that you two, you guys were together on the one episode where you guys were in Colorado and you guys made me laugh for the first time I had said three weeks. I went back and looked. It had only been a week. So for me to laugh within a week, like I felt horrible for laughing and being happy. But at the same time, like you guys became a staple in my life after she passed. So you guys have had a huge impact on me. So you guys should be proud of what you guys are doing. You're bringing people together. And I will always say that about you both. So be very proud of that. Sorry, I'm trying so yeah, hard I'm not to, to cry right now. right now. I know. <laughs> like they're welling up and I'm like, I don't want to make you guys cry. But like you two mean so much to me. And I know you mean so much to so many other people within the army. Again, that is something so 
to be so proud of. And so keep doing what you're doing. Nicole, I'm sorry. I think we can both say that we are so grateful that we actually met you in person at the Spokane <laughs> show like when I found out like I think it was through Twitter I don't even know when it was through Instagram or Twitter <laughs> that you were going to planning to come over to the Spokane show like what Nicole too it's so it's just like this kind of fun thing to look forward to like she's gonna be there we've been talking to her online we get to finally meet her in person which was amazing to finally meet you in person and just hear you and see you physically in person <laughs> like I felt so awkward because I'm like okay, I I talk sometimes, but then when I'm nervous, I'm so stuck in my head and I'm like, am I actually talking to them? Did I talk to them? Were they actually there? Um, um, okay. (laughs) I, uh, 100% feel you on that because I'm always stuck in my head. I'm always nervous. Um, and I'm sorry. I I feel like I'm just so like speechless right now because, you know, everything that you had said, it really does mean a lot to both Ruth and I, and, I think like for me, I don't know, like it really warms my heart that you did say that. Honestly, because you were on the path where we have our down days and we think like, yeah, there have been times where I think I've been to Nicole. It's just like, we're just two normal people who love doing this podcast. And we just, for me personally, I just like, are we actually making an impact with people listening? I mean, I know Chris Beersack always praises us when we do this and stuff and watches our episodes and like, he's our number one supporter and stuff. So and I'm just here like, what about these other fans or other people who watch? I'm like, are they just watching just because? Or do they enjoy coming? Or like, really that impactful? I don't know. It's just like these ongoing questions. So for you, Erin, to tell us that, like when you told us in Spokane and now telling us that we make these relationships, we connect the army together, get to bring them closer to meet other new people. It's it's honestly just really reassuring because I did not know what was going to happen to this podcast from the start. Did not expect to where the guests we've had, like Cece and Andy and Lonnie, and oh, like Andy was a big one. So it's just like very definitely reassurance. I, I can't thank you enough for those words. And also I'm happy that our beautiful makeup skills made you laugh. <laughs> so, <laughs> And to just have a constant supporter such as yourself is amazing and I also just want to say that I'm also really happy that you found Blackfell Brides at the perfect time when you did it's been amazing like again I have made so many connections with people but it's been through what you both are doing on your podcast like I wouldn't know anybody else like I would not have had the opportunity to meet up with Jerry Lynn in Seattle and go and be dorks and go to Forks I mean she hates that I say that, but I'm like, it was so much fun. <laughs> it looked like you guys had fun. <laughs> Next question is, when it comes to tattoos, do you have any or not? I do have one, but it is not BVB related. Okay. Do you ever plan or ever see yourself getting a BVB related tattoo? Oh, yes. <laughs> I've had two that I've had commissioned from Cassidy. So, <gasps> Yes. All right. So I actually pulled them out because I'm like, I know this question is being asked. Yay. We get to see them. I was going to say, are you going to gatekeep them until they're done? Or- <laughs> oh, no, they're they're done. I, I've had them for a while now. Um, I can't remember if she posted them on. Yeah, she I- did. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. She did. okay. So um, the first one again, um, the vengeance. I mean, I have always been a fan of Phoenixes mm-hmm. and the concept of rising from the ashes. But again, I've always loved the idea that I've never been 
I never view myself as like a happy-go-lucky person, even though everyone's like, oh, you're so happy all the time. And I'm like, no, you don't know. There is a darkness in me that you don't see. Like, so all hail the dark phoenix. I mean, that is absolutely amazing. And then I wanted to incorporate, I don't know if you guys have ever seen these rings before. Uh, they're clotter rings. They're oh, Irish. That's cool. And so I always, always wanted a tattoo with that included, but I'm like, how can I do this? And it came to me one day and I told, I messaged Cassidy with all the ideas and I'm like, I want to incorporate a Phoenix. I want to incorporate the concept of the clottering in there, but I'm like, I want to include BVB. Like, how can I get this all together? And then I randomly searched BVB and then a heart and it pulled up their heart of fire uh, rib cage mm-hmm. one. And so I had her draw it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That is badass. Beautiful. So, I mean, it's eventually, I eventually want it as a sleeve on this arm. Yeah. And I want it to do it in color. So there's going to be more to it. Yeah. But then again, Phoenix came from Harry Potter. Fox. Chipper secrets. And so eventually, like down here, I want to, I want to get my uh, wand that I was assigned through Pottermore on here. And it says Expecto Patronum, and then it'll be blue. And then what the color does with the Phoenix is it, I want it to like relight it up. So it rising from the ashes. So the color is coming back in, but the tips of the wings and everything on the edges are still black. Oh, that's going to be cool. I love that. It's just finding the right artist to do it. <laughs> yeah. And then the <laughs> other one I did, had her draw was, I've always wanted to have, have an arrow but I never wanted it to be like a normal because arrows have to be so perfect. Yeah. But nothing in this life is perfect. So I wanted the arrow itself, the, the inner part of the arrow to be like gnarled branches because we all have those moments in our lives where it's not perfect. And, you know, we go through those patches of roughness and sorry, my phone is blowing up. (laughs) Um, so, um, one of my favorite songs off the Phantom tomorrow and my favorite lyric and Ruth, you're going to know it perfectly. You have it tattooed on your body already. Hold on to hope, take back your soul. And then also incorporating the first song that I heard off of Andy's solo album, which was stay alive. So stay alive through the good times, stay alive through the bad. And so I had Cassidy incorporate that in an infinity symbol and the arrow shooting through it. And then I'm also an alkaline trio fan. Um, so we, I just couldn't figure out what we wanted in here. I'm like, it's going to end up being so tiny. Is it even worth doing anything in there? And because of mental health awareness, I want that there because it will be going over my arm and very sentimental. I'm someone who's very particular about what I'm going to do. It took me eight years to decide on the one that I have, and it's taking me years to decide what else to get because <laughs> I'm like it's going to be on my body forever ever and ever and ever. Uh, yes yeah. it's better so, to take your time it is better yes. to take time and hopefully you're able to find a really good artist who can bring those tattoos ideas come alive and beautiful yes. on your body so yes. we demand that you send photos after they're done immediately mm. after mm-hmm. so moving on to concerts how many Blackville Bride concerts have you been to in total and which uh tours were they so I have been to six Black Veil Bride shows. Okay. All of them have been in the last three years. <laughs> so I had Holy two crap. shows. I had two shows on the in-between tour. Okay. 
I had, uh, so TOT leg one in Boise, and then I had TOT three in Portland. So that originally wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to be, I had tickets to when we were young. Oh, festival. Blah, 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 blah. And I was supposed to have my jacket experience with Jake Jenks and then the picks with Lonnie yeah. in Vegas, but my show got canceled. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm still a little salty about it, but I understand, but oh, so much effort. <laughs> Literally. So I had canceled and asked for refunds on it and had to wait until I had gotten the money back from my concert ticket for the festival before I could book. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. Uh, I'm going to Portland. <laughs> and I'm glad I did. I was able to meet um, my friend uh, Pix. She goes by the Devil's Devourers. Like she met up with me in line. So that was my first experience actually meeting up with people within the army. And it, we had a blast. And then I had the best experience with Jake, Jinx, and Lonnie, and then again, tongue-tied talking to them, <laughs> ridiculously tongue-tied. <laughs> like I kept apologizing. I'm so sorry. I had to ask for a refund and rebook and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> apologize. And they're like, you're fine. Just, <laughs> oh, I was telling you guys about this, the lyrics for, so on my Jake vest, I had the lyrics to the revival. That is the other song uh, that I could not think of was the revival. There okay. we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was telling you guys that Jake told me that the lyrics that are written out on Spotify that are written out on the guys's page when they release the lyrics are wrong. So it sounds like Andy saying giving into the shadow side. Jake said, no, that's wrong. It should be give into your shadow side. What? And I'm like, after a month of listening it to it the way it was, I'm like, I can't sing it the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, you like, <laughs> like, can't it, unhear it. Yeah, you're like, it's going to be like this forever. (laughs) But I'm like, everyone else can stress out about this now, too. (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Thank Thank you, you, Erin. You're welcome. (laughs) But then I also, and then I had Spokane and Seattle. So whatever, BBB, VVDD Tour 2023. (laughs) Those are my tours. And then I did do like my first like, thing that I ever had was the alive and burning two virtual mm-hmm. but um, you know it wasn't in person <laughs> yeah yeah yep, I remember I did that too so <laughs> so when it comes to their war paint that they wore wore on their early eras which one is your favorite again it's so like foreign to me because I wasn't in at that time but I would say I like Jake's mm. but then I also like the white stripe that Andy, had Andy has for the prophet wretched and divine yeah well out of curiosity you say jake's which war paint of jake's specifically or is it just all of them um i want to say it's from set the world on fire where it's oh when he has like those yeah like the flamey eyes yeah yep oh, that was so cool <laughs> <laughs> that brings us to favorite eras if there's like one era out of all the Blackfoot brides that you can that is your favorite that you will live in for the rest of your life. Mm. It's a hunch. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dead giveaway. It's Phantom tomorrow. <laughs> like, like I'm torn. Like I love the color scheme of the night era. Like yeah. I want it. I more purple. Give us more. We got a very short purple era. We got because a very short did you guys notice one. that for the Euro tour? 
their poster it's purple and black I didn't see that I didn't I'm just that. like I want more like dear lord give me more <laughs> I I feel you on that we need more purple blackville brides yes <laughs> absolutely it was a beautiful era for a short long I just I want to know more about the fandom tomorrow like I I, I don't have enough <laughs> we all do and we could have gotten that but we couldn't due to that company so like I honestly can see like an animated series happening on Netflix with the Phantom tomorrow doing it. Like it would be and like I could even like I've even seen it like with Wretched and Divine. Like it could happen. Like it would be so cool. Another short film with the Phantom tomorrow. Like it did for Wretched and yes. Divine. So I'm just Absolutely yeah. like mm, yes, I want yeah. more. Overall, how has been your experience with the BBB army? It has been fantastic. Like I've only had one or two bad instances but otherwise it's been overwhelmingly amazing good so you've got helen who brought me into the official facebook group um there i think they go by bvb world fans on twitter i think um, i might know who you're talking maybe. about yeah i think i think the name is black Whale brides fans but it's bvb world fans or something but um they were the original people to reach out to me about sharing my photos before oh, okay. i was ever on twitter and so uh on instagram they go by doom i believe and so like that that brought it all in and like my first thing that i ever saw it was when the phantom tomorrow was being released and that hot topic employee was talking about having to listen to the phantom tomorrow and chris got after him now, at the time, I had no idea that it was Chris. Nothing whatsoever. And I'm looking at, it had pulled up again as a suggested post to look at on Instagram. And I'm looking at the photos and I go, that's my photo. Like, who is using my photos and bashing a hot topic? Like, what is that to me? And I'm like, wait, I got to go look. And I'm looking at all this and I'm like, hey, that's my photo. Hey, they tweeted that one. Hey, and that one, and that one. And I'm like, who is doing this? And then someone's like, that's Andy's dad. I'm like, no, it's not. You're lying. Like, no freaking way. And I'm like, seriously, Andy's dad is liking my photos. <laughs> he even said once, he's like, no, these are some of my favorite photos from the in-between tour. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, no, like, no. <laughs> but I was like, that was so cool. I'm like, Andy's dad is sharing my photos. There's, there's something about that. It's like great praise right there. It's not like praise, but it's like, look, I, I like what you're doing. Like, thank you for supporting my son. <laughs> he has that effect on fans. Yeah. <laughs> Literally every single one. It's <laughs> just like, you know, you know, just casually just retweeting us, not knowing that, that who that is. So, and then we yeah. freak out of like, holy <laughs> shit. Chris Beersack. <laughs> Chris is too humble. Give yourself credit, Chris. You deserve it. No, I was going to say, though, your reaction, Ruth, I feel like that's every fan's reaction when they find out it's Andy's dad. They're like, Sorry, what? Come on. It's just like, he's just, it's just like ghosts who haunts us or something. He has like the Legion of Black Mask profile photo right now. And he's like, who is that? <laughs> who is that? But like, I'm really glad that like, just your whole experience with the BBB Army has been nothing but just joyful. That That's honestly great to hear. And as we, Ruth and I always say, there's those bad nuts. But we're super glad that you were able to get with the 
incredible side of the BBB army. Yes. I'm just super glad that you were able to meet incredible people and just make a lot of friends. The last question that we do have for you, it's doesn't have to be Blackville Brides related at all. It's actually if you have any questions for Ruth and I. Okay. So I know that you guys are into scary movies and horror. And I know that Nicole is into Pokemon and you, <laughs> Ruth is into Ghibli. Um, <laughs> Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. But are there any other like guilty pleasure TV shows or things that you were like, I've never told anyone I watch this. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I love yes. this. <laughs> yes. I have posted this on my close friend story on Instagram, but yes, I can expose myself. Sure. Why not? <laughs> yes. Go first. I want to hear what you say first. <laughs> there is a certain TV show that I watch religiously that I got my partner. <laughs> my cousin always tells me I kill brain cells and I might admit I do kill brain cells. It's addicting. I don't know why. My guilty pleasure show where I kill brain cells, hello internet, is 90 Day Fiance. I have oh never heard God. of that. What is never, that? Never, never would have picked that in a million years. Oh, <laughs> it is like reality TV. Like, yeah, it's worse. Whoa, wait, 90 Day Fiance. Do they like yeah, get just married? Did- yeah, so Nicole was just married in like 90 yeah, days. The just event is they bring their fiancés from a different oh. country. They go through a visa and they have 90 days to get married in the United States. And I've never a lot watched of- it, but I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> and there's spins off right now. Like there's 90 Day Fiancé the other way. 90 Day Fiancé, happily ever after, question mark. 90 Day Fiancé, oh. <laughs> what is it? Um, Before the 90 days. 90 Day Fiancé, the last bit. There's just so many. And I watch all of them. Don't <laughs> All right, Nicole, your turn. Make me feel better. (laughs) I will make you feel 100% better because we're not too far off here, I feel. Because, like, although I did not drag my husband into watching this, (laughs) he just decided to turn around and watch it a little bit and kind of hear it. And it's kind of funny when he chimes in because if I'm like, oh, this person is being like a you know, and he'll, like, agree with me, you know, and he'll say things. Um, I don't watch it religiously, but I, you know... I had to take a peek because I was genuinely curious. I do watch that TV show, Love is Blind. There's two seasons of it. Huh? I got bored. <laughs> oh, really? I've Yeah, I've seen them all because I just find it so interesting because I'm like, is love really blind? Are they really like, and you know, just after watching every season, I just know who's going to work out and who's not. And you can just tell who's there to be on TV. And like, it's so interesting. And I can't help. I can't stop myself. Someone help me. You're talking to someone who watches 90 Day Fiance religiously. I can't help you. (laughs) I can't help you. (laughs) That just made my day. (laughs) Like my guilty pleasure show is so in the 90s a movie had come out it was called strictly ballroom and i was obsessed with it It was about these australian people and one of them was a professional um ballroom dancer ballroom dancer and then the the girl wanted to do it and it was the goofiest movie like horrible like not a great movie at all but it is like my favorite movie in the world so i am obsessed with dancing with the stars oh (laughs) like it is such a guilty pleasure I'm like it is the most beautiful thing to watch people dance and I'm just like I could just sit here forever and just watch them like <laughs> all 
right, baby, baby, army. We are here with our fan shout out, and today's fan shout out goes to the priest on Twitter. Her handle name is Hold On To Hope Three Three Three, and it turns out Erin is this person. <laughs> she's she's awesome. She's so friendly and just one of the sweetest people I've had the chance to interact with on Twitter. So awesome. <laughs> Seems very supportive. Like, I don't, is she like new on Twitter? Cause I haven't seen her until like recently. So I'm just um, like, Hi. she's been there a while. Okay. So, and I don't know. And I want to say she's newer to the fandom as well. Okay. Well, from what I can see, like she seems like such a sweetheart, and like I she I didn't know that she purchased stickers from my shop. So thank you for purchasing stickers. I still have <laughs> Halloween stickers out there, but like she just seems wonderful. Like she's very dedicated, very passionate about BBB. Shout out goes to her. She seems like a lovely fan and stuff. So I hope you're doing amazing and stuff. And hopefully one day we might get you on this episode or anything else on this show. So shout out goes to you, ma'am. First off, Erin, just thank you so much for being patient and coming on our show and just being very open about your BBB story we deeply really do appreciate it. so thank you so much and honestly just thank you so much for the support not only for us but other fans too like you give support to a lot of fans with their side projects like radioactive for one and just like everything else like honestly you do so much and I cannot thank you enough honestly so just thank you I'm happy to do it when you're doing stuff like this you have to have a support system whether you're just retweeting it or whether you're being like, I'm so excited commenting, everything helps move it along. I'm struggling with words right now, <laughs> but yeah, I, I love showing people the support when they're pursuing their dreams and pursuing things that they're passionate about. You know, it makes a huge difference for everybody if there is a support system underneath you helping build that foundation of what you're trying to build. Honestly, we're so grateful to especially have your support through all of this. It means so much to us. And honestly, I feel like after just having you on today, like we know you even more now. Great. Nerve wracking, but I'm like, okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You are doing awesome. Like, what are you talking about? Amazing. Erin, where can people find you on the social media platforms? (laughs) I am predominantly on Instagram at AaronMoore23. Um, that is also my Twitter handle. I do have a TikTok, but I don't use it because I don't understand the tickety tickety So <laughs> that's what I keep telling Jerry Lynn. I'm like, I don't know. And I have people following me and I'm like, I haven't posted anything. <laughs> but on on TikTok, it's all hail the dark phoenix. So Good to know. We will definitely put those links in the description below. So anyone who's interested in following Erin for any of her beautiful shots of BBB that she goes and goes to concerts, please go give her a follow <laughs> on her our social media platforms. And we would like to say thank you again for coming on. There will be a new episode. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. There will be a new episode next Wednesday. So please, all of our social media links are down below. Please hit the subscribe button. Follow us on our social media platforms. TikTok. Twitter slash X <laughs> and stuff. So we greatly appreciate it. We'll just be back next week, guys, with a brand new episode. So we will see you guys next week. <laughs>